us at this time, this particular time, to listen to the 36 black notes of the piano. There's 36 black notes and 52 white notes. We don't mean to eliminate nothing, but we're gonna just hear the black notes at this time, if you don't mind. You're listening to Black Girl from Eugene with Aisha. today um one and i have i'm super happy to have she's going to be the primary guest and we have a wonderful guest that you guys have already met emma before who has lots of experience in this field that we're going to be talking about and love her perspective as well so she'll be chiming in as she feels she would however you want to tiny one okay so um okay so we are going to adjust our sound real quick because we want to make sure y'all can hear us so today's subject for my show is um, white folks in black spaces, mm-hmm. and I have, um, we are all, to put this in the context, we are all West African dancers, mm-hmm. um, and we are all artists, and there is particular um, situations about white people dancing in black spaces or just taking up time in black spaces where it's yeah. predominantly for or like it's seen as by black folks as a cultural spot and right. white folks dominating that spot. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, so that's the, how our show is starting. And um, I want to introduce Nell. And um, so just to, before I get started, she has uh, has some names here that are Zimbabwean <laughs> yep. that I don't want to mess up because <laughs> I will. <laughs> and I, out of respect, I'm like, Nell's going to say them. (laughs) So I'm going to read, and I'm going to point, and she's going to say it, and then we're going to move on from there. So y'all, you know how I am. I just don't want to be disrespectful. Okay. So Nell Delizio, did I say that? Yes. Okay. Is a mother, artist, and dancer from Eugene, Oregon. She has been dancing since childhood, and at the age of 15, began her education in traditional Zimbabwean dance and music with Julia Tsitsi Chigamba. Yes. She sit, uh, She spent the next eight years living and studying dance in both Oakland, California, and Zimbabwe with Julia and her family, as well as performing and touring the Julia's Dance with Julia's Dance Company, the... Chinyakare Ensemble. All right. In 2014, Nell moved back to the Willamette Valley to raise her son close to family and has been here uh, since then. She has studied with teachers from many different African countries and the diaspora... diaspora mm-hmm. Um, throughout her adult life and is very grateful to have been allowed to do so. Um, it was, what's really interesting about your bio to me is that what you ended up, when it, what you ended it with mm-hmm. being allowed to do so is something that just that, that context of like understanding that it, it's not, it's not your culture. No. It's not your space. Yeah. It's not, it, you're being allowed to be involved. Right. Um, so, I really appreciate that about you. So some background. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you can say hi. Hi. hi <laughs> I, I'm excited about this because you're going to have to like interject. Cause I got okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Get like warmed you're gonna, up. You got to get warmed up. Shake it off. Sister. I'm a little nervous. Shake it off. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So let's put some background to it so we can just mm-hmm. all feel like, you know, what we're talking about here. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, Emma. You should say hi too. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Over here. So, uh, yeah. So we... Uh, Nell and I met uh, a thousand years ago. Since yeah, were, right? yeah, since you were, if you came back in 2014, that seems like I knew you before that, though. I was back and forth before that, and I did come to class sometimes. Okay. But we were living half the time in Hawaii for like the three years after Ever was born. So, okay. yeah, I was in and out. So, you were coming since That's like so 2009. Weird. Okay, yeah. yes, that makes more yeah. sense. Okay. And we didn't really know each other. So, as a black woman, and I don't know if people are on Facebook Live watching us. Nell is not black. Mm-hmm. She is. Are you Italian? <laughs> I am, yeah. Yeah, so but she's I'm white. white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're Italian. Italian German. Um, yeah, and so um, I think when I, as a black woman coming into dance class hip hop, dance class West African, um, I did, I told you a long time ago, I did choreography since I was 12, 14 yeah. uh, with hip hop all the way until I was in the early 20s. Right. And, um, and then coming back to Oregon, like you have to love your community and you have to want to give back to it. Yeah. And I just haven't felt the need at all. Right. So through hip hop and jazz dances, those are the choreography that I was into for mm-hmm. those all those years. So when I got into West African, I was like, I can do West African. 
Right. Like, I could totally do West African. Yeah. So hard. Um, <laughs> but it was, yeah, it's super, it's like you're still new at six years. Mm-hmm. Six years oh, in, seven, totally you're still feel, brand new. I still feel like a beginner sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially like we were saying earlier in the advanced classes. Like there's some parts where I'm like, I can't do this. I'm going to watch. Yeah. I'm going to try. But they're, they're like, like, come on. You learn more here. from like, watching. I can't even remember what you just did. Yeah, like, like, wait, one more time. Though? One more time in front. Yeah, like, please. <laughs> yeah no, it's, um, so uh, I think when I met Nell, there was a couple of white women women well there was a couple white women who stood out to me mm-hmm. now i live in eugene emma you didn't mm-hmm. you were in buffalo right i wasn't here yeah, at you that were point here. i had just moved to buffalo at 2009 so, so it's funny how you like but I, was in, I, came in. Other, yeah. I was in west africa and then i came i was in guinea and then i went to new york right, right. after that so. right so you were in guinea how many how long for a couple months or? for six months at that time yeah, yeah. and then so you've danced in what in Guinea? You've mm-hmm. danced, have you gone to Guinea or just to Zimbabwe? No, I've only been to Southern Africa. Okay, so, yeah, it's totally different. Okay, really yeah, is. well, it's completely different culture. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Conti- Most, different a lot of people don't mm-hmm. understand that. So yeah, yeah I just wanted to <laughs> put that out there. <laughs> Guinean dance is completely different yes. than Zimbabwe. And I think I, we were talking about this last night that I think also like a lot of black folks um, when you're dancing West African, we're actually dancing Ghanaian style. Right. Mm-hmm. It's very athletic. It's very. It's yeah. really not. Malayan, it's not Senegalese, it's not, it's very much, even what Friendly. the, yeah, even yeah. the very bottom, very, um, like, roots of hip-hop, you can see West mm, African, yeah. Ghanaian-style dancing mm-hmm. in it, like, very clearly. Totally. A lot of clear. it's a kind of a street, like, a modernization of a, you know, of a traditional dance that's yes. more of a city style, because that's the people that are coming to the United States mm. right. from Guinea um, are mostly growing up in the city so mm-hmm. that, that influences their style right right i'm not saying it isn't traditional but it's like it's it's an evolving art just right. like anything right. so. so when um so when we were talking about we were we talked last night about all these different yeah. things that we wanted to make sure that we said but um one of the things that i wanted to say like when i was coming into dance class here like i said into eugene oregon um, me and one other person was the only black folks there. Mm-hmm. And there's a class of like 12 people, right. 15 people, you know, and there was me and one other dancer. And for a couple of years, that. I didn't even know her. Like we didn't talk. Like she would dance and she'd be out. Yeah. You know, <laughs> she'd be like, I'm here to dance and I'm out. Like she's not right. trying to socialize with these people. Mm-hmm. I don't um, blame her. Yeah, and I was introduced to this West Classroom class by a white guy mm-hmm. who um, who was an uh, excellent musician, was into it, and so I was introduced to him, which made me know his the people in the class that were kind of his people. Right. So I didn't. So and they were all white women, mm-hmm. um, and I always thought as I grew in dancing, like I started performing really quickly, and I started like kind of going through it, I always just was, didn't realize just the, the angst that people throughout the country have about having white people doing West African dance. Like I always knew that it was a problem. Um, and I always, I'm very vigilant about appropriation. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was really confusing for me because of the African part of it with the permission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I noticed also, like, I talked to my dad about it, and he was like, you wouldn't be so pissed if they were good, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, right? And I'm like, that yeah. might be true. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's two dancers that were white, that were excellent, mm-hmm. that I always felt were were worthy, in a way, like, in mm-hmm. lack of better words. And that was you, Nell, and, Ol- and Ollie. Yeah. And she lives in I med- never got to dance with her, but yeah. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, but the thing about both of you is that you studied hard. Mm-hmm. You had the craft down pat. And you never were in the front of the line. Like, you yeah. never put yourself in, in front of anyone, mm-hmm. which you could very well be, because we could have learned moves from you. Aww. But in the cultural <laughs> sense, you've always been quite aware mm-hmm. of the cultural balance in these classes right. and how it's really inappropriate for you to kind of be in yeah. the front. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how did you learn like, how, how did you come about that awareness? Because there's lots of... you. I'm telling you, I'm sitting here in a class all up and down Oregon's coast and right. Seattle and down... <laughs> and there's not very few white folks who understand, regardless of what you're... You not you shouldn't be taking over the whole entire right. space, right? And yep. for some reason, you got that. So how right. did you get there? <laughs> I, I mean, mean yeah, since kid, last night, you know, yeah. I've been thinking about that even since our conversation because I found it really hard to put into words, honestly, like... A lot of it is like a gut feeling that this is not my space. Like I'm, an, I'm being allowed, like you said, to or I said, I guess, to be there. Like, and it's a honor to me to be accepted 
in any way mm-hmm. considering the history of the people that look like me on this planet but like beside aside from that like i feel like um there's a deeper entitlement that white people have and um i'm super aware of that because i've been facing it and trying to unlearn racism uh, most all of my adult life mm-hmm. since i was a teenager so like i think that's a big piece is that like if people aren't doing that then they're going to enter that space feeling like they it's okay for them to be the center of attention because that's what they do everywhere they go they they're used to feeling comfortable <laughs> right and like yeah. that um this that every space is for them right and they pro- I, i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that like i don't think they even put themselves into situations where they are not the majority like where actually mm-hmm. like go where you're mm-hmm. not the majority right. where mm-hmm. it is a black space yeah. and like and in Eugene I just want to say like like you said there are only two black women here mm-hmm. when I started dancing when I came back and there was an African teacher and that may have been it there I think there was one other drummer who was black but right. besides that so like instinctually I I know that it's a black space because that art came from Africa and that's I respect that but like for white people coming into there there were so many white people there too like it's uh blurry for them possibly I'm not trying to excuse anything but I'm just feeling like I, I wish there was more awareness that this art is connected to the people that brought it here right like, this is not just a dance class you go to to enjoy and have fun like and so there's a couple things about what you just said I want to unpack like I think that it's to be fair mm-hmm. that when you walk into Eugene Portland even Seattle I'm going to do the Pacific Northwest, you're walking into a classroom of white folks. Right. The black mm-hmm. folks aren't there. Right. Um, in Seattle, there's definitely more black mm-hmm. folks dancing, mm-hmm. and they are, like, fighting for their right yeah. to have the space in the class. Totally. Um, then, and, like, literally, like, we had a Facebook, someone had a Facebook post, and it was, like, I mean, what was 500 it? messages, that. people getting really pissed. Like, they were just, like, arguing what? back and forth. And it was white folks. What was folks, the post? Yeah, what was it, it was about, it was about having... It was about elitism, really, in the dance community where, you know, you're charging $15, 20 $25 a class. Okay. People right. can't afford that. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, it's like having African teachers come and a, a group of white folks get money together to have private classes. And then, like, it's not for the community where right. mm-hmm. where black folks are really trying to reach for culture. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to... And it, like, we all know we can get technical and talk about, like, whether or not it's their culture or not their culture. Mm-hmm. But when people are trying to... Um, find a base of, of, of where generally, you know, black folks understand they come from and they want to mm-hmm. say, this is, this will connect me to feeling rooted right. in myself. Mm-hmm. And we, and white folks argue with that <laughs> is an issue in itself. And so yeah, it uh, the problem is like when you have a room, like with what you're saying, you have a room of white folks, cause this is where we live. This is mm-hmm. all white folks are here. Like yeah. what are they supposed to do? Right. Yeah. yeah. But when a black person walks in and it's not, it's not given to the idea that, that person has not only a, a need to to be there mm-hmm. that's more spiritual mm-hmm. but and connecting but that um that that awareness of that space isn't given so right. a lot of times black folks won't stay mm-hmm. you know it's just like ooh, it feels it right. feels nasty in here like i feel right. like i'm having to fight to be seen in this space where it's like this i feel they have they like black folks we have like they some folks have a feel like they have a right to it, yep. you know, which could be right or wrong, yeah. but at the same time, it's not white folks to say whether they can or can't. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, but I I feel like just being devil's advocate of white folks being like this. That's all we have here. So what? Are right. We I to wasn't do? trying to say they shouldn't go to class. I'm right. just saying if you do go to class, have a do some education first of all right. about racism, the history of this country and all of that and what your place is in that and how you are working to dismantle this right because because when it comes down to it you're representing a culture right and as a white person you have to realize when you're representing a a culture that is oppressed Mm -hmm. that you have due diligence to do right and can i throw something out there don't challenge your teacher when they ask you to do the move i'm just getting technical with dance steps like you see this all the time of people um you know, in this case, mostly white people challenging their teacher about certain steps and being like, oh, isn't it actually like this? No, it's not like that. Right. Just watch the steps. Like when you're in like Guinea or other cultures, like, you know, children sit on the side and watch. We are all children learning these Mm -hmm. steps. Like 
don't challenge the person that's showing you something. I think that goes something. back to what Nail was saying, yeah. that entitlement. Right, yeah. exactly. That to own the space. Right. This like, I'm not... here, I'm paying you. Right. So make it so I like it. Exactly. But this that's... is cultural. Mm-hmm. This is not, this is a cultural, This is, mm-hmm. these dances have meanings, exactly. you know? So we can even take it to a spot that's not cultural, that's not a dance, a, mm-hmm. a West African dance class. You can mm-hmm. take it to a hip-hop dance class. Yeah. There's history there, too, you know, like there's reasons why folks have things against, uh, you know, white folks who are trying to rap who aren't rappers. Mm. You know what I mean? There's a there's a dialogue in rap. There's a history in (laughs) rap that has to do directly to oppression, you know. So when white folks do it, you have due diligence to be there. Yeah. And, you know, and when you are there Mm. and you are. Um, like you said, skilled, mm-hmm. you to put your time in, right. you still have due diligence Absolutely. to be there. Mm-hmm. Like there's it's not a lifelong thing. It's a life. I mean, that's how I feel as a student of African dance mm-hmm. is that I'm always going to be a student. Like mm-hmm. I will never be a master. There's mm-hmm. no way. Right. And I don't mm-hmm. feel comfortable um, having any authority on the subject. Right. So did, it's when not you my were, culture. So, yeah. <laughs> so when you went, you were 15. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, how was this ever discussed with you? Like when you're in, cause I have, you know, the next thing I want to talk about is yeah. like the Africans giving permission to white right. folks to take these spaces right. over and not really understanding. And I don't know if they really do. Cause I don't want to speak for the whole, you know, damn culture, yeah. but like it's that idea of, um, them giving permission because the money flow, they're here for the money. Let's right. don't get it. Don't get it. And twisted. I respect that. Honestly. Yeah, right. They're doing what they need and to black do. folks are not necessarily, um, seeing it like that right like it's it's a cultural right. and, and spiritual bond for them and so the money it's like not even about the mm. money it's more about a connection in mm. Africans, some connect like that some don't totally. um and then white folks have the money to like mm-hmm. that and i'm not saying black folks don't but that it's not a prior like i haven't seen it as a priority right. on this side of the country right. on this portion of the pacific northwest right for black folks to even come to class yeah. and put that money maybe out for there. that reason that you spoke about too though i mean i yeah i'm sure there's p- a I'm part imagining. of that yeah i'm imagining <laughs> right. too um i've yet to be well i guess i've been a couple all black da- west dance cla- west african dance classes a couple and they've been in they've yeah. been in the south right mm-hmm. and um so anyway what i was saying about that was that um how did you get to, I mean, was that something that the Africans, what you were with, with Zimbabweans, mm-hmm. um, and they have a different culture too mm-hmm. c- compared to Ghanaians. True. Um, I feel like it, I don't know, there's there's something very, to me it feels less, um, I don't want to be insulting, but kind of mm. less wholesale. You know what I'm saying? Like for me it feels that there's way. A, there's a, com- I feel like in um, West African dance, at least from my perspective with the ballets and like the city style, there's kind of a competitive edge that mm-hmm. I see that, mm-hmm. I've only done a little bit of Zimbabwean dance, so I can't speak on it a lot. But I feel yeah. like there's it was more of like a there's more spirit in it than mm. what I've experienced with the in West I, African I feel dance. like but, with the I mean, you could speak on that. Yeah, I feel I like could. with the slave trade, I don't see a lot of Zimbabwean <laughs> like culture being split up like right. Ghanaian culture, like Mali culture, like Senegal. It's just not taken and split up in such a when I said wholesale, it meaning that like it's. It's literally like plentiful and everyone kind of, if you think Africa and you're not educated to understand that there's like 50 different countries and all kinds of different languages, (laughs) uh, you just think West Africa and then you think Guinea because that's what's actually Mm -hmm. shows up in our culture where we don't recognize it as African because we've, we've, you know, like culturally moved, moved through that (laughs) and um, black folks have taken it and made it their own and through the slave history it's it's been taken over and then you take all the oppression and the and the um uh, appropriation and then it turns into some other thing so we've right. lost the the roots of it but the roots of it not are not um being recognized as south africa or east africa right. it's very much like recognized as west african mm-hmm. west africa is like several different countries it's and different cultures area, yeah. so when we talk about zimbabwean i i um just in my own history i don't have a lot of information on it right and the, my my impression of the Zimbabwean folks that I do know not the ones just here but people just in my lifetime yeah they have a very different energy about mm-hmm. their culture than I have with the Ghanaian folks that I've met right um and so um with your experience how how did that come across as with the Africans to you mm-hmm. like sharing mm-hmm. their culture with you yeah that's a good question um so yeah I met Julia when I was 15 um and had pretty much been here my whole life I lived in San Diego for a part of it but only a short time so um yeah I think like I went with her to Africa to Zimbabwe when I was 18 and at that point I really got a feeling for how they're dan- I mean she already had transmitted this to me 
we learned more than just dancing. We learned singing. We sewed our own costumes. We cooked food, traditional food with her. We spoke her language. We learned her language. So it was a lot. It was much more than just dancing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was young, so it was really special to me. I'm so honored to have had that opportunity. Um, But, yeah, so going there and being with her family. Her father is Gwenyam Vira, so he's a respected elder who um, plays in Vira, which is their traditional instrument that they use in ceremony. So um, living in the same house with him and participating in ceremony where they're using these instruments that have been there for thousands of years and doing Mm -hmm. these dances that are... Um, continuing to be done, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure that they are this very close to how they were originally. Like, they've held their traditions really mm-hmm. sacred. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know very much about Guinean culture, honestly. I've never mm-hmm. been there, and what I know is from dancing in this community primarily. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I feel like there's a really deep connection to their spirituality in Zimbabwe, uh-huh. and that's their dance is inextricably linked to that, right. from in my experience. So, when Julia came here and was teaching in the Bay Area, um, that was a really um, present feeling in the class. Like mm-hmm. she was including everyone. She had, um, she, yeah, it was really like we had spoken about earlier. Like she invited anyone who wanted to participate, who mm-hmm. was there respectfully to participate. There right. was no like um, exclusiveness or. Um, right. Yeah, there's like, a lot did of. She had, did, and and I don't think and I want to make it clear too. I don't mm-hmm. think it's the re- responsibility of Africans to make sure that folks um, are included necessarily. I think no, they yeah. should. I do believe that the 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 smearing of race because it's socially constructed. Yep. And let's be real, right? Just because they're black and I'm black, they don't they don't have the same story as we do. No, not at all. Right, and, and so yeah. yeah, so black folks come into the room expecting that Africans understand our need for culture and our, right, our disconnect. Right. And some Africans have done their own studying mm-hmm. and know their where they're where, right. where they're being seen. Like right. how they and then some of them are like, I am not black. Right. I am African. Totally. I'm not only African, I'm Zimbabwe and right. not only am I Zimbabwe and they get more specific to where they're coming right. from even there. Yeah. And then black folks are like, well then, you know, they're pa- pondering or pandering to uh, not our our culture right. here. Right, they're separating themselves even more. Right, which is which with the oppression that we go through every day is again another uh, off. It's an it's offensive. Yeah. You know what I mean. But then we're needing to connect to that culture and we're right. seeing them as that. Right. Um. And but but so there's a disconnect there. I would mm-hmm. love to talk bring some African then who would talk about yeah. their need for uh, their understanding about the need for black folks to be. There spiritually, yeah, I would um, love to hear that. Yeah, right? I feel like I can't speak for her, so it's hard for me to answer that. On, a, I can only say what I observed and was part of. And right, um, yeah, I think she um, was brand new to this country. Really, she mm-hmm. had just come here when I met her, so I don't think there was that awareness. Right, but there, I'm pretty sure there is now. Like, she lives in Oakland and has lived there for years and years. Yeah. So. Yeah, it would be cool to hear from when you performed African at Country people. Fair Girl. <laughs> fire! Aww, it was thank so good. You. Yeah, because it's like one thing. Usually, like you, now that I understand their level of immersion, like like your level of expertise in the dance makes more sense to me yeah. because you really have it in your spirit. Aww, you were tearing it up, and you were just as in sync. And it's not like you were doing the moves. You mm-hmm. kind of understood what the dance was doing. Right. Like, there's a difference when someone can perform. You know, you yeah. watch those white women up on stage, and you're like, they got moves. They have vocabulary. Right. They don't have It's spirit. not the feeling. Mm-hmm. They don't right. have the feeling. You know, they yep. got the outfits on. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They got the drumming. They're not on time. Yeah. But they have <laughs> the stuff. You know what I mean? But I mean... <laughs> oh, it's just Y'all know real. It's just real. Yeah, but they're like they're like super doing like gusto. Yeah, like we're here to represent this culture because this culture isn't represented unless we represent it. Oof. You know, and so they're yeah. out there doing it, and they're doing it badly. Mm-hmm. You know, and so when I see it really done well, mm-hmm. and you're the only white girl up there, so they obviously they're like she's good enough to be on stage, and then you do it, and you're like, wow, she's not behind at all. Like, <laughs> you know, she's actually not following anyone in this dance. Like she's doing the dance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that has to be commended because you're mm-hmm. actually doing real work. Um, and a lot of white folks just kind of gallio, gal- yeah. <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Gal- like, gallivant. Gallivant. Gallivant <laughs> on into the front, to the front of the right. line, you know, and, right. and, and, and then they're like, you're not, you're not on time, honey. It's not, 
you're not doing the move. Yeah. Um, and I think that only really exists in like spaces like Eugene where nobody can confront each other because everybody is so passive aggressive mm-hmm. and like scared to like confront things like you will not see that in New York like people will cut you down when you're not doing the move the right way I mean that was a huge wake-up call for me like going there and thinking I was like hot shit and they're like no that's not the move like it was really humbling and I just want to throw that out there that like like just because you've been doing this for 15 years 20 years yeah like doesn't mean you're that good at it if you don't if <laughs> no, you don't humble yeah. yourself. And I yeah. think it's I think it's something to say about the Pacific Northwest where black folks are here and they don't want to dance. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's a dancer. Not right. everyone's a painter. Right. You know, don't not not everyone can sing. You mm-hmm. know, so I get that. Um, but I do think that there's black folks here who not necessarily here in Eugene, but like black folks who want to and just mm-hmm. feel like the space is not ours anymore yeah. to be there. Mm-hmm. We're not really welcome. Right. And the dynamic of of that yeah. is just very it's very thick and so um there was a couple things that we, we wrote down that i want to make mm. sure uh <laughs> being a white person hyper vigilant we talked about the black community yeah um you being hyper vigilant about that you said that you self-studied um i had one other white yeah. fo- no two other white folks on the show and one of them did said the same thing she's lgbtq mm. and um i and she basically was like um i had to unlearn what I learned about racism and then teach myself like actually reading and going to the, yeah. and, and putting yourself in a position of not like questioning, but like actually opening up and going, what is, what exactly, exactly is going on right. that I don't see. Right. So she, um, taught herself. So mm-hmm. I'm hearing, I mean, this is what we were talking about for your yeah. vigilance. It's mostly self-taught. Um, yeah, I would say mostly, but I also have like, um, I've been to different trainings and stuff too, as a, as like a young person, um, there was a deconstructing racism training that was put on by Calc actually uh, when I was like 14 that I went to. And I think that was really the beginning of starting to understand like um, that all white people are racist. Like that really hit me hard at that age. And then from there, I actually, there was another camp in Portland. It was called Camp Odyssey. I don't know if it's still going, but it was a week long thing with youth from anywhere, but mostly we're from Portland and Mm -hmm. Eugene. Um, And that was all about racism and deconstructing it and learning about it. And we split into caucuses of race. And so that was really important to me, too. So it's not just I mean, I've done a lot on my own, but I have had a lot of help along the way, too. And just being listening to black people around me and people of color. Like, that's the biggest thing for me is just like believing everyone that's black. Yeah. Like, I believe when people say that shit is going... Stuff. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, don't. Sorry, don't. Yeah, I don't know. Shit is going. Just what I'm talking about. Yeah, too just, late. Like, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. But just um, being open to... Yeah, humble. I mean, humility applies here. Is just like, as a white person entering into these spaces, like, I felt like it's really important <laughs> to... Um, educate myself yeah and I think a lot of it has to for me it has had to be self-directed because it's not um I'm not asked to do that as a white person in this culture and for me I have a lot of um like guilt and shame around what white people have done and continue to do in this country and around the world Mm -hmm. and this is not okay with me so yeah. Right. For that reason, I'm trying to change as much as I can. All right. The time. Right. And yeah. I think that seeing you when you say that and I think um, and I'm talking for black folks. So, you know, if people are out there who are like, I don't really see it like that. Mm. That's great. You should write <laughs> to the show. Um, yeah. yeah. So um, I think that like when I see white folks up on stage representing black culture um, in any form mm-hmm. and we are just talking uh-huh. about West African because that's how all three of us connected mm-hmm. but I I'm super judgy like I'm too. super judgy you know <laughs> um, yeah and right <laughs> yeah we're total dot dance say, now, yeah. just to begin I'm with like, mm. yeah and because, a lot of people don't know about my back my dance background yeah, um, because okay. I don't choose to to um, I don't like to work with mediocrity yeah. period and so I just don't yeah. and I don't I, I there's a few dancers in this community that I'm like I could see working with her, right. um, but it's it would at this point it doesn't feed me here. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I'm not it doesn't feed my spirit. So right. I don't I haven't done choreography in a really long time. But whenever I look at other dancers and other, I'm always like. <laughs> That's not it. It's like, I got like a twitch. Like, I know. Twitch, twitch. You know, I'm yeah. like, timing, timing, timing. Like, you know? <laughs> it's like, pick up 
stick your leg up. I, I can't know. stand it. Yeah, it's what it's really hard. Yeah. Um, but and I'm not saying I'm a, an amazing dancer. I've got so much to learn, and right. I'm tired, and I'm lazy, and I don't do the workouts. And I'm like, you know, it's like, but come on, you got to own that when you know you're doing it. If you're it, on don't... stage, like I know we keep saying this, but like. Yeah, when, when you're on stage, when it's time mm-hmm. to go, like mm-hmm. I love rehearsals that go two, three, go. four hours. Like I'm yes. into it. You yeah, know and I, mean? I was gonna say that too about going to New York and being challenged. What you were saying, mm-hmm. Emma. Like, for me, living with Julia in Oakland, that's what we would do every morning. We would wake up. I was like 16. We would wake up, run around the block in South Berkeley, and then dance for like four hours on the driveway, like next to the house. And we wouldn't be. She would. She was so hard on us, and I love that. And coming here, it was hard adjusting to not having that type of teaching where it was like no you're gonna do this over and over until you do it right and I had another friend that was with me and if one of us messed up you start from the beginning and we'd be so angry like don't fuck this up oh, don't, oh, oh, no, I'm sorry <laughs> that one I have to go. Okay. <laughs> but yeah we would be angry at each other like we better not mess up we have to we're not gonna get to eat until we do this dance but like it was really mm-hmm. special to me that yeah, I was able to learn in that way because it taught me what I was capable of and it really pushes you to be a better athlete and a dancer and represent the culture in a good way. Like, that's Yeah, I think... And I re- think that's what's lacking in, like, at least West Africa... I mean, I'm just speaking on the West African side of it is that's how people are trained in their own country. Right. Like, that's how, you know, our teachers were trained. They get, you know, they don't get to hold the drum until they know the rhythm right, right away, you know. Um, yeah. But it, I think there is that financial element that comes in here where people are trying to make a living and then it just gets watered down. And, and may, maybe there's a place for a very, very beginner class that's mm. it's well known that this is not exactly what it is, right. but you're learning. And then there's like the other side of it where you're like challenged in the way that, you know, they were taught versus right. just... I don't know, like, that's I don't know what, that's like, yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't even know how I feel about that right now. Right. But, like, I I wanted to also say that, you know, in, at least from my teacher, um, who is from Senegal, he's a Bamara, he's actually passed away, um, Abdullah Jakate, but yeah. he would always stress that, like, djembe means a unity drum. Mm. Like, that's what it means in his culture. So, like, and he would be the first to say, like, don't do it until you know it. You know, right. he was very, he was very, like, um very well respected but like it really does mean unity drum so like everyone should be included but you have to come from a place of respect and like like humbling yourself Mm -hmm. like that's like you know front and center to what I'm trying to get across I think it's I um I think when when you come to the when you come to the United States Mm -hmm. this this United States is so wrought with racism Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That the idea, the cultural cross of, mm-hmm. of unity versus mm-hmm. cultural respect mm-hmm. versus oppression and, mm-hmm. and deprivation mm-hmm. versus unity is super complicated. So yeah. Different. You know what I mean? And I think that, like, you're dealing with people who are, who have been raped and stripped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you have the... Uh, <laughs> Our cultural, we know our culture comes from, we know mm-hmm. our, our DNA comes from mm-hmm. Africa. What country? We don't know. Right. What culture? We don't know. So we have, because <laughs> we're the oppressed people, we have the choice to decide what feels good for mm-hmm. us. Right. Right? And mm-hmm. so that sense of that African, like, this is unity. And we're like, yeah, it's unity, kind of. Like, mm-hmm. it's unity in one place. Mm-hmm. It's worth fighting to be here. Right. Here. And mm-hmm. it's still being overlooked by, and it's by still... the culture here mm-hmm. at large. Like, yes. By white supremacist culture that mm-hmm. we live in. Like, right. Not to interrupt, because no, no, I want to hear what you're saying. No, please, but, like, that's the <laughs> that's, whole point. Yeah, that's where I'm coming from, is just, like, this is happening right now. It happened in our history. This mm-hmm. is part of our history, and people are not mm-hmm. acknowledging it or working to change it. White people right. are not. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's not true. Actually, there are white people who are like, working. Wait, there are a few, but <laughs> yeah, on, no, on, in the big picture, our our government, our society, it's right, not in the big recognized. Picture. There's mm-hmm. reparations haven't happened, even though they were promised. Like all of this, right? Yeah. And you, and that's the whole thing. Like um, the episode we had a few times ago that we were talking about reparations, spiritual reparations, right. musical reparations. This, mm-hmm. and I think the I think what we're what I'm saying is that if you're going to be a white person in a black space. Mm-hmm. 
understand that mm-hmm. that you've got to understand where you are. You wouldn't <laughs> walk into a different country mm-hmm. and not know what language they speak. Oh. Like you wouldn't walk into mm-hmm. a, a, a part of the neighborhood that you never go to and not understand which direction you're going. Mm-hmm. Like why go into a cultural space and try to forget that we're living in this racial it's space. That, this but I think that's a really good point also, and like Nell was talking about this earlier, is that it doesn't look like a black space when it's Here, all white people. Right. Yes, It right. doesn't feel like a black space when everybody's dancing off time and everyone's okay with that. But you because know that there's that like drums up there, right? Like but that would be drums. called out. <laughs> no, no, I agree. I'm yeah. agreeing with everything you're saying. I mm-hmm. just think that like the awareness is so like lax, you know, like... That's where we need, that's why we're having this conversation and we're like getting. Like, be remember. Yeah. Well, this yeah. is something that we talked about last night too is that permission, mm-hmm. um, that unity mm-hmm. permission by Africans that like they're here to, they have a job to do when mm-hmm. they come to America for their mm-hmm. families in Africa, mm-hmm. right? Um, and this is, of course, not every single person. We're generalizing mm-hmm. right. our experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so when there's white space, they're not going to go, well, there's not any black people here, so we're not going to have a dance class. Yeah. They're not going to do that. No. If white folks come with money, they will have a class. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Right. Absolutely understandable. Mm-hmm. They got, this is, I dance salsa, and um, I dance Cuban salsa, and I also have danced uh, different styles, and I've danced since I was very young which is just super funny, but it was like totally casual. It was never lessons. Yeah. And it was my parents live in Costa Rica. Yeah, so was it down there? Did they do that's where I first there? started. Yeah. Uh, that's where I first nice. like start playing, like going to dance clubs and like learning like right, little pieces of salsa. Yeah. And like just faking it, you know, because mm-hmm. when you're a dancer, you can fake and it. And even right? when you say so, the word studying something, I have a little bit of an issue with like, um, because you're enculturated into something. If somebody allows you, like yes. takes you on as a student, like right. Julia took you on as a student. Like, yes, it wasn't just. I mean, you were studying, but it was mm-hmm. not like you were from living it. You were living from it. Our, you, yeah, you were living yeah. it, and like I think that um, well, somebody if, point, pointed that out to me when I said, you know, I study West African dance. They're like, well, what does that really mean? Like, mm-hmm. are you just dabbling in it, or are you like fully? In, you know, like I think right. there's something to point out to that. And I, but yeah, and I think that we have to be aware that no one, not everyone's career dancers like us. Like, mm-hmm. they haven't been dancing since we were, they were 12 mm-hmm. or 15 or 9 right. or like whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're right. When people who are who are going to make that stance of like, mm-hmm. I West African is a part of my life. Right. Um, studying it and immersing yourself in it is two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think people who study it and who who put their, their, their energy and life into getting it right is is a, it's a great position to be in. Right. Um, when I was in, oops, when I was in Costa Rica, um, I was not in any way, shape, form, or fashion studying anything. I was trying to dance the dance right. they dance. You know, what right. I'm but you were that. in their culture. Yeah, it, so oh, that's yeah, yeah. different too. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And so I have. I'm a dance snob. I'm no <laughs> longer. I am not at all um, performance material for salsa. Never have been. Um, but I've got the sauce. Like I've definitely, I've always got the rhythm, you know, and I've Mm -hmm. always been commented on many people, dance experts who are in salsa who are like, you should, you should do this. Like get into it. I want to come dance. But I haven't, my whole thing is like, do it where, do it with who, (laughs) do it how. Like I'm, I'm having fun. Right. But even while I'm having fun, I'm in the back. Right. I am not, I have a hard time uh, performing with, Mm -hmm. with salsa dancers Mm -hmm. who are um, community salsa dancers because Mm -hmm. I am a, I, I, there's nothing wrong with community dancers, but I, there's something, it, it should be said when performing this is a community class. Right. This is what we're doing. Right. When you're up on stage and you're on it and there's professionals and you're up there and as a like semi-professional mm-hmm. person, I, there are some people who down in San Francisco who I have friends who are like, come dance with us. We will get you right to where you yeah. need to be. The arm structures, the back, stru- there's right. things to mm-hmm. it that make you a proper dancer. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm a pretty good salsa <laughs> dancer. I'm not performance ready mm-hmm. to be in my level mm-hmm. of performance right. ready. But I can make it look good. Right. You know what I mean? But the fact that you know that is super important, I think. Yeah. And, and that you're aware of that for yourself. Yeah. And I look at other people who are like, salsa is one of those things that have been kind of sold to white folks mm-hmm. where it's like salsa is a very... Yeah. Um, Do it with your partner. Come out and get it sexy. Is. It is. But I, you have to... Like, I, it's true though. It's I know. I'm sorry. I'm just like, God damn it. It's all... Oh, 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 sorry. Hey, girl. Like, I'm sorry. So, I'm like, sorry. Like, like, so it's one of those things where like in salsa, in salsa, like 
you can do it on cruise ships and you can do it in Asia. Right. That's but the truth of it is that if you really understand salsa, you can recognize a cruise ship salsa nice. versus a real salsa. Right. You can recognize the culture. Yeah. Like I do Hueda, like, uh, you know, um, it's like a casino, it's Casino de Hueda. It's like a, you do. Oh, you trade partners? Yeah. yeah I love it's a circle. That. It's so super cool. cool. No, but people that. think it's like performance. It's actually not. It's something that people do in Cuba at like the family reunions. Yeah. It's not, it's That's a family so nice. totally mm-hmm. on the street corner we do it with our cousins type of yeah, dance like it's not it's not a performance actual right. thing so when people have made it now into this performance thing that's totally not the culture mm-hmm. it works it's yeah. so much fun mm-hmm. and I will partic- participate because they're saying like everyone come and get right. in but I also know that like this is not I'm not going to appropriate this and say like I can teach this I can right. do this this is mm-hmm. what this is because I right. know what it is right. I think we need to talk more about that yeah, that's teaching exact, that's the model. when you're not ready like people trying to teach oh they go there's... they go to columbia for two months and then come back and teach yeah forever and like charge yeah. 15 17 dollars for it Please. i think people this is i okay, i'm being <laughs> devil's advocate because i super have like it's like one of those like like those twitch like <laughs> <laughs> you're doing what like it tw- like it makes me immediately drop respect for people like yeah. it's like wow you really don't get it you know right. um but at the same time like i can see where you're excited yeah like i could see if i went to mm-hmm. colombia and danced a different style of, of salsa because colombian style salsa is mm-hmm. totally different in costa rica and costa rica is different in mexican mexican yep. is different in, the salsas all look different yeah, it's right language. it's a yeah. language um i could see being like oh you guys i learned this thing come let me show it to you right. i need to practice it but i want to practice it money, but you're gonna have a class and charge money and talk about it. you can teach it because you went somewhere mm-hmm. for six months six months isn't long enough no. you know one year not long enough you until know I mean? your teacher says you can teach i don't think you should ever teach and that might take you like 15 20 might take you a lifetime but until somebody I don't not even not even you can't ask your teacher I would say (laughs) they say like I really need you to teach this class and you're ready for this like that would be the time and place to do it but don't go and ask that you can teach I don't I don't feel that way at all I'm gonna I'm gonna push up against that because I feel like um if you are in Colombia Mm -hmm. and your Colombian teacher asks your teacher room full of Colombians then maybe you got it (laughs) maybe you got it yeah you're in Eugene and mm-hmm. your teacher is maybe Colombian, and you got a room full of white folks, and you guys kind of got it, and she's going to teach a class. I I'm wasn't. Not sure yeah, that you got the chops. I'm not sure that you got the chops. I mean, in that in that context, in that context, I totally agree with you. I was more talking about if you know Nell is studying with Julia, and she's like, "I need you," you know, after you know, 15 years of studying with me, I need you, and you were. I think didn't even feel comfortable at that point teaching, mm-hmm. but like that might be the only time you should teach a class. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Like, I mean, I can speak on that just for my own personal experience, and it has to do with race in this country because I feel like it's linked. It's not something I can separate. And as a white person, like you said, African people sometimes don't understand that the weight of that, like what it would be like. Or, like, what it means for a white person to be representing that as if it's something that I can hold. Right. Because Mm -hmm. I don't... Even though I feel so strongly when I do these dances, it touches me in a deep way. Um, It's still not mine. And I don't want to be the white person up there taking that from anyone or... Do you feel like if you said that. that at the beginning of the class, it was like, okay, look, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's understand what we're doing here. Would you feel right? more comfortable? I wouldn't feel comfortable taking money, honestly. Like, I would maybe that is the right be answer. okay. <laughs> Thank you. Or giving it to the I've person. Already, I just feel like Or giving people... it to the person that taught you, you know. Right. Maybe and that that's... would be the, you know, or a donation to something that's, like, beneficial. I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe. I think but that's where, yeah. I think we get, it's dangerous. And I think you're on, actually, yeah. Nell, I think you're more on the right spot than this because I feel like, a lot of white women, um, men, feel like, well, if we don't do it, no one's doing it. That's one thing you hear. And we give the money to the Africans. It's all good. Mm-hmm. What about supporting the Africans that are here in some way? Like, that's all I feel. Like, if... Did you try ahead, to... Did you try, no, no. Is it, did you try to find black folks to do this? Right, exactly. Are there black folks who can do this? Right. Did you try to pull them into it? And if not, are you <laughs> noticing that you're taking their money and their students by doing it yourself? Right. And benefiting from that? And that's a form of colonialism, like, right mm-hmm. now? Like, 
how is this okay? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. To me, I just feel really strongly about it. I'm I just don't think okay people connect that. No, I don't. And it's not okay with me. <laughs> like, I know I keep saying that, but... Yeah, uh. yeah I, they, don't, yeah. they don't connect it. And I no. think that one of those things where it's like, they don't they don't understand that there there's there's modern day um that there, there's modern day uh stuff that mm-hmm. happened that modern day clo- clo- colonial I just got a text <laughs> yeah. message that's like what Uh-oh. um and, and uh that that act of like we'll just do it because mm. no one else can do it um, why can't they false. do it why can't they do it like it's what false. has been yeah what yeah. has been taken away that makes it so there isn't a space for black mm-hmm. people here in this culture in this that's community that's a really good point that's the like, question ask mm-hmm. yourself this stuff if you're here doing this this is their culture this is your culture this is not my culture like right we, I feel like I have a responsibility to do that right yeah, yeah. No, and like, if we don't have the teachers we need to like invite them to yeah, come like and try doing, to fund yeah, them to I come really that. to yeah. like yeah. teach you know to share their culture you know and teach like yeah because yeah like, we can't have study groups when we don't when people don't know what they're mm, doing yeah. right well right and I, well i also think that there's a whole university like there's an actual whole university right, around the right corner here. that's got black african student union yeah. they've got black student union mm-hmm. and have, there's, habib teaching yeah, he's right great. and there's there's habib teaching mm-hmm. and i don't know that 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 crosses over to the community no i mean I there, there's a group of, of people not just here but like I said, I'm speaking on the Pacific Northwest. It's white women who stronghold this culture, mm-hmm. and it doesn't cross over mm-hmm. to people of color uh, because mm-hmm. it wouldn't. You know what I mean? Right. Like in, in the in the space that it's being held, it wouldn't cross over. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've seen black folks come in the class and leave the class. Right. I keep coming back to what you said earlier about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And for lots of reasons, I've heard lots of reasons of why. I've, I've heard seen that you know. That, yeah. yeah. And when I'm talking about purely dancing, I'm talking about a safe space. I'm mm-hmm. talking about having like um, able to express your your ex- artist expression mm-hmm. um, without that feeling of that racial. Burden right. um, is something that Pacific Northwest Black folks just don't live uh, with. Uh-huh. We don't live without that burden. Right. Um, and so to try to express yourself in an artist way, surrounded by white folks that don't get it, it's harder. Like I would love dancing with you now because yeah. it's the spirit is there, and mm-hmm. you do get it, and you can feel that difference. Mm-hmm. When, when there's someone who's trying to be something that they're not, right. um, you don't have to be <laughs> any deeper than you are to understand where you are. Right. You know? Um, I so, can't handle this. That, that I'm just mm-mm. like, yeah, if I could curse right now, I would. But <laughs> I just, like, yeah, I think that there's been times where I've wanted to be in the front and, like, want, like, because I think when you're, like, from a Eurocentric approach, it's like, I am studying this. I am going to master this. Like whether mm. it's you know that's just like the way and we're there's raised. Like an everybody look at me energy. Yeah, and I everybody just, look at yeah. me. I mean, but I think now it's just like if it doesn't feel right and that spirit isn't there, like I'm sitting my behind in the corner and mm. just watching it go down, right? Or maybe leaving because right. I'm just like so over it. Like, right. and I don't <laughs> want. To, we don't want to discourage artists. We don't want to discourage no. the Pacific Northwest to do what we do in order to express yourselves i think it's beautiful appropriation is a real problem yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. um i think like you said uh the cultural downplay the water the whitewashing mm-hmm. of these cultures is also a problem it mm-hmm. is um i think that it's important where they're like you know if we get too stringent we won't even have a show mm. maybe we shouldn't yes because mm-hmm. you're teaching children you're teaching people who don't know and you're teaching them wrong and you're doing it irresponsibly and you know it that mm-hmm. if you're at the level of performing and you don't know that you're irresponsibly performing a cultural dance, then then really, what are you doing? Right. That's called that is that actually a form of appropriation? Right. Like you're not representing the culture in the way it is. Well, we have Africans on the stage too. They're they're doing it because you're paying them, and you can't do it right. <laughs> right. They need to right. get pay, they need to get a show on. So they're like, okay, well, let's just do it four four. Mm-hmm. When the rhythm is four six, and we're gonna we gotta slow it down. Mm-hmm. When it's supposed to be fire hot, mm-hmm. the dancers can't keep up, so mm-hmm. we're gonna play it slow. Mm-hmm. Trust me, when you ask an African if they think that you guys are dancing West African, you're not. They <laughs> don't think so either. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't think yeah. that we're dancing. Af- they're like they're doing some American version of our right. stuff, but it's not West mm-hmm. African dance. Mm-hmm. They go back to Guinea and they go, oh, this is West African dance. Right. We can dress up. We can drum the drums. Mm-hmm. We can do. We're still not doing it, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. And um, I think that people need to like stop claiming. Yeah, exactly. Spaces that just are not theirs. Period. Right. You know. But when we go back to having black folks and white folks and black spaces, mm-hmm. 
what your perspective of what you just said is like like understand just understand that like wherever you go there's oppression yeah and and whether you the intent and the impact is there exactly. for you it's not about intent right <laughs> It's, the, it's your impact. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So there was a part before we get off here. Yeah. Um, we've got about 10 more minutes. You were talking about a fear of, of race. Uh, white folks not wanting to talk about it, accepting that they are racist. I know you mentioned it a little bit earlier. Yeah, last night we were talking about it. Yeah, and you were saying a little that you, you know, having to have these conversations as a white woman yeah. in a dance in a black space. Um, and I'm assuming since you've been to Zimbabwe and you've mm-hmm. been to Oakland, that you've been the only white girl in classes. And you, yeah. yeah, you know, the, um, so, like, having that conversation with other white women, you're saying, is, is quite difficult. Yeah, it has been. I mean, trying to speak about this stuff at all, um, I just feel like people have been unwilling to have the discussion or even hear, and they want to um, just redirect things. And um, it's a kind of, I guess I can relate it to having been in abusive relationships honestly and it feels like maybe it's white fragility honestly it's just like an unwillingness to see how they're contributing to oppression and I'm trying to help them help them see it or just like talk about it myself so it's not just happening and nobody's saying anything because nobody's saying anything and yeah um yeah my voice has not been heard (laughs) i can't think of one time maybe like i don't know i'm trying to think of one time when i tried to talk to a white person about this and they heard me but i apologize if you're out there (laughs) (laughs) but i honestly like yeah what do you think that's about like what do you think that i mean i'm sure i think we've probably covered it in different ways i think it's like denial and dissociation from the trauma of racism it's like people just I think that, and they're just unwilling to go there. I mean, they want to just do their thing and not have anyone challenge them. And is this like oh neglect the the neglect of the idea that they feel like I feel so free mm. when I'm drumming? Mm-hmm. I feel so free when I'm dancing. Um, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't have that taken away. I just want to do we're what not, I want to do. Right. We're not saying it's taken away from right. you. We're saying are you taking up space for someone else exactly. who needs to be there and and culturally? Right. You and no one's I mean? even saying to stop doing it. Honestly, people are just saying. Think, have some awareness in the way that you're doing it. Or I have never said stop doing it because I didn't feel like it was my place. But right. maybe other people have. Right, right. <laughs> Which, if somebody told me to stop doing it, I would feel, like, sad because of the loss that I would um, feel. But I wouldn't be angry about it. Right. Because I really don't feel like it's my place. <laughs> like, I keep right. saying that. But, like, I just feel honored to be welcomed into these spaces at all. And But I, think, yeah. I think due diligence shows up. Right. There's a difference when you have folks who are like, I'm pity patting on your djembe mm. and they're like, let me. And you're going like, you know, you need to go to class. You need to mm-hmm. travel and figure out what you're doing. Like, get off my djembe. Like, these, there's t- right. certain things like you. The fact that you were on my djembe without asking, you don't even understand how this works. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like yeah. these different things. But I think that when you do due diligence, I'm not speaking for other black folks, mm-hmm. but I know if I saw a dancer who was white, who was killing it and was not making herself the center stage of things, right. I would have stuck up for that person to be in that space. Yeah, but, that has happened for me, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. but that's not what we're talking about. No, you know what yeah, I'm yeah. Like, we're not talking about that white girl. Like, no. <laughs> we're talking about the other one. Right, who, right. Who, the other very many of them. Yeah. Um, I think it's just because it's never, like, confronted and it's never addressed that, like, people think it's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that's what I think it really boils down to is, like, there's all these camps and you go to all these things and everybody... You think you're like, you know, at this amazing level because you've done all of these things when really you're just like you said, like you're doing a whitewashed version of West African dance that mm-hmm. isn't what it actually is. And I just think that people should be aware. Right. Um, the, the argument and I wish it was over a year ago, the argument that they were having um, up in the Seattle group um not the group particularly that performs, but the um, just the community. And yeah. I don't know these folks, but I was just reading the, the thread as I was going through. And there was, like, real animosity, real anger from, from the black community. Okay. Oh, from the black community. Right. And they were just Good. like, <laughs> you know, you guys are that. charging money where these black, these right. kids can't afford it. Right. Like, you know, bring it to the bring it to the cultural center mm-hmm. where they can go. Like, or you're have... having it across town in these elite right. neighborhoods where we can't even, you know, mm-hmm. take 15 buses to get there. Like, right. You know, and you guys have the option. To make it accessible. To make it yeah. accessible. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of hoarding something right. that you know isn't even yours. Mm-hmm. And more directly connected to them. Like, to the mm-hmm. black community mm-hmm. uh, in their minds right. that, than it is to the white. It's yeah. just being bought out by right. the white community. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, I, and I could see 
some real angry stuff going on and people going, well, if you don't have the money, then you, then that's, that's not a race issue, you know, not connecting that at all. And yeah. there was a lot of stuff going back and forth. And at, and at the end of it, I don't know that they reconciled having mm-hmm. uh, it more in, uh, you know, having the dance be represented in more black spaces coming right. to the schools coming to the neighborhoods where, you know, there are actually black people, right. you know, um, and having residencies mm-hmm. and have, because if it's about the money, that's not where you're going to go, Yeah, you know, and, and doesn't mean that those communities can't come up with it, but it's not like you're not, you're not coming up with a profit, you know, right. you're not, but there's a disconnect in the need for it. Um, I think, and I think when white folks get in the middle of it and use that as their badge to continue to do what they're doing you have got to understand how racist you are oh do, are being. Yeah. You know, it's really yeah. important that it you understand really it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so anyway, so that, so you have a hard time talking to other women about it, huh? They're just not having it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I much. mean, yeah. I'm even in Oakland, like when I was in my early twenties, like studying at, um, Malonga center there, there was a few white women in the community that, had a hard time going there because there's a Ghanaian dance class and West African. It may not just be Ghanaian, but that has been there for years and years. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a really it feels like a black space going mm-hmm. in and white other white women that seemed uncomfortable, maybe in that, maybe not. But they had a hard time with not being allowed to be in the front of the line and feeling like there was animosity towards them. And uh, there was, hearing that, I was just like, oh, because they weren't allowed to <laughs> like, go just to the front? that perspective. Yeah. In. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's so funny in Houston. <laughs> I was in Houston and I love Tracy. She had this super awesome class that I was in. All black women and her other uh, drummers were her kids. Nice. Who, they'd all been, tra- they've all traveled to oh. Guinea and they all have the proper training. They, they sounded amazing. Yeah. Um, and there was, I go, I went like every Friday, I think it was. And um, so one time I went and there was a white girl in class. I was like, Ooh. whoa. Like, <laughs> well, not because, because I, I'm in a place where there's mostly black folks. Like, right. I'm now in black so classes, different. so having a white person yeah. show up is like, oh. Because when I'm here and a black person shows up in class, I'm, I'm running over to there. Right. Like, hey, black girl, <laughs> it's me and you. Have fun. <laughs> right? You know, and they're like, thank God there's someone else yeah. here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we, we have that connection mm-hmm. here. So there, I was like, oh, a white girl came. Right? Because like, mm-hmm. I don't see happen. white girls around here. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and we're in downtown Houston, and it was super, it was Houston deals with race. South deals with race a lot differently. They're much open and direct, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not something that you don't talk about. Like, people right. don't say black person. They don't go like, oh, my God, you said black. Right. Like, no, it's because they're, they're black. You know, like, I mean, <laughs> you can see them, too, right? Like, I'm looking yeah, at them. Um, and then, yeah. so there's that, right? Down south, they don't care about that. That's what mm-hmm. you say it because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really funny because we were dancing, and she was just doing the move like white girls move. And uh, it was really funny because of the difference. And so, um, yeah, there's there's a way white girls move Mm -hmm. and there's a way that black women move or black girls move. So she was like, we're not doing the the caucasity. Like, the caucasity of this isn't here. Like, this is not a Caucasian move. I was laughing. I was like, none of us laughed. I was just like, like, hold on. Like when I was in New York, like at first it really like threw me off and I was kind of offended by it. And then I was like, just because I'm, you know, grew up here and it's so like, it's so politically correct. And then you like hear like people saying stuff that are just like, like to any, you know, I'm not, I'm not even going to bring race into this at the moment. Just like, like, you know, you need to like get it together. Like, you know, you need to go to the gym because you're not get you're not bringing it today. Like just like calling people out like right and left, like don't scare the black or the white people with your timing. (laughs) (laughs) Don't scare them with your timing. You know, but like in a, in a way that like somebody can hear it versus just like, I mean, you know, like, you should be able to hear that if you're yeah. not doing it right. Don't say, "Oh, I just want to do it my way." Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm in class. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. and to circle back around to the beginning classes that you were talking about, I have noticed something I wanted to touch on was like how white people in classes sometimes I've seen them like us try to direct the teacher and to teach in a way that's easier for them to understand, and I have such a big problem with that. Like 
if you're entering into this class where this teacher is offering something, for me, it's like I just want to learn how they're teaching me because that's the most authentic way that they're bringing it. Right. And that's what I'm here for, to learn, not right. to try and, like, manipulate someone that's a master of their craft to do it in a way that's palatable to me. Like, yeah. That's, that's unacceptable, in my opinion. It's so rude. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy so rude. disrespectful. You wouldn't go to your professor at the university yeah. and say, I don't really understand this lecture. Can you, like, rewrite, re- it? rewrite it so I can in a way understand? That I'll yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, the privilege yeah. of that is yeah. whoa. Yeah. Um, so you guys, just like that, yeah. an hour has come up. I know, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, I just got a text message from my sister that said Kobe Bryant died in a car, in a, a helicopter oh. crash just now. Like she, he just passed away, and I, oh. and I, it looked, it took me back for a second. I was like, oh, what, what? Because I mean, Kobe's my age. Like Kobe's, yeah, all, it gives me young. chills. So I want to show some respect oh, to his family, his yeah, daughters, his his wife. So I mean, he that. just died just now, like wow. in in the last in th- today in a yeah. helicopter crash. Um, he was he was young. He was brilliant. Mm. Um, so I'm sorry mm. to drop that, uh, but it's everywhere in the news. Yeah, so that kind of may he rest, yeah. may in rest peace in peace, and his family um, get some. I don't know what to say because yeah. that's. I mean. Ugh. Um, so anyway, I hate to end it like that, mm. but our hour is up, and thank you so much, Nell, yeah, for your you. insight. <laughs> I really, me. yeah, of course. I really want you to to understand that as a black woman, I see you, and I appreciate the work that you do. Thank and you're you. a beautiful dancer. Like I wish I could dance to, to the. Nell's been the, my inspiration. <laughs> She's my inspiration. Y'all need to see wow. her dance because she stands out. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you thank really you. do. You really do. And Emma, thank you for being yeah. here and supporting Nell and supporting the show. <laughs> and all, here. <laughs> all right, that's it. Yeah. It's been Black Girl from Eugene. Also, my Patreon, which is Black Girl uh, from Eugene underscore one, where you can support my efforts in keeping this podcast up and alive. Yeah. All right, Eugene, peace. Mm-hmm.